0: Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast as Louisville football has its home opener, welcoming in in-state in FCS opponent Eastern Kentucky coming into Cardinal Stadium Saturday night kickoff 7 p.m. Uh, you can if you're not going to be at the game, you can watch it on the ACC Network Extra, which is the streaming device. We're going to talk about that as well as a bunch of recruiting because of the football game, as as well as Louisville Live right around the corner as well. I'm senior writer from Cardinal Authority Michael McCammon joined by publisher. Jody Demling and Jody there's a lot of recruiting news coming up but let's do start with the football uh, the football game as Louisville does welcome in Eastern Kentucky a game that you know it it probably falls perfectly on the schedule if you're going to blow your first game like they did uh, this is a good opportunity to to get things right um, you know and and come out with a victory and start feeling better about yourself yeah kind of the um, um,
1: the perfect game I guess so to speak as long as you come out and play well but yeah, you know, that's, we shouldn't
0: assume they're going to win, that, you know. But, right. Yeah.
1: 28, 29-point uh, favorites for Louisville. Um, you know, they've won 19 in a row against FCS teams. Uh, you know, quite honestly, the last one, uh, I, I still vaguely – I don't remember all the details because I was like, I guess, 14 maybe. Yeah. Uh, but back in 1985 uh, when, when Eastern Kentucky and uh, – might have been Tim – I think it might've been Tim Lester. As a matter of fact, Tim Lester's a good dude and uh, had a great career, but I, I, I kind of remember vaguely some of the details of that game and, Oh, you don't want that to happen again. That was when, yeah. you know, the Louisville program was in a different place than as it is now. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I know people are, you know, people are still upset. People are still mad. People are still ticked off. And, you know, the the, the one thing that I guess I think people need to remember is, you you, you don't think the coaches and the players are ticked off and and mad and upset too. Yeah. Yes, they are. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not like they went out there and, 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 and laid an egg on purpose, you know? And and I think a lot of people get kind of lost in the whole, you know, rah, rah, Hey, we, we suck. And and we didn't do this. and, And it's their fault or this fault and that, 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 I mean, they only get 12 opportunities. You only get 12 games. To, to do what you train all year for. And um, you talk about disappointment, you talk about being upset, and you talk about being, you know, ticked off. That's that's what the guys are. And and, and, and they don't want to lose. I mean, it's not, you know, it's nothing that they want to do. So um, that's what the coaches are. That's what the guys are. So I, I'm excited. Um, you know, I don't expect it to be – look, I if Louisville would have beaten Ole Miss, I didn't expect it to be a great crowd at cardinal stadium on saturday night for an eastern kentucky game anyway but but i really don't expect it to be you know a, a huge huge crowd now it will be interesting to see how many people do show up and and, and make it uh, but i think when you look at um uh at this game it's a game that louisville needs to come out and kind of like two years ago if you remember they didn't score in the first half against Notre Dame. The only time they haven't scored in a half uh, uh, in, under the Scott Satterfield era so far, besides last week in the first half, uh, or, you know, first half, uh, they didn't score in that game against Notre Dame. But then the next week they came out and and uh, actually played better in the second half against Notre Dame, but came out the next week and they really played fast. They started strong, 2-2 Atwell, a touchdown, Marshawn Ford, a couple of touchdowns. And it, and, and it kick-started the rest of that season. And it put that opening game kind of behind them a little bit. So hopefully they can do that again this year.
0: Yeah, not, not expecting the, the greatest of atmospheres, which is unfortunate, to, you know, after seeing all these packed stadiums and, and the excitement that college football brings. Um, but but yeah, yeah, I imagine there's a little bit of apathy amongst the, the, the fan base uh, at this moment. And like, and like you, I don't think it would have been, you know, 50, 60,000, even if they had won all this. But certainly when you come away with a loss, and, and it's not just a loss, it's the way that they looked on both sides of the ball, really um it's obviously caused to you know some upset you know well a number of people upset in the fan base if not the probably the majority of the fan base obviously wants to see your team win so uh so there's a lot of upset fans and one of the things that you know there's a lot of things that need to be fixed um obviously they're still looking for playmakers on offense um they, they still need to figure out how do we get a better pass rush how do we create turnovers on defense and not create, you know, not commit them on offense, you know, a whole, a whole plethora of things that they need to fix, you know. I was, but the things that I was really disappointed the most in um, was the tackling issues that we saw pop up and, you know, consistently, it seemed like uh, throughout the game, um, you know, was, was something that I didn't expect to be an issue, uh, you know, especially following the 2020 season when that was such an emphasis on something that they needed to uh, improve on. Um, you know, so I think that, you know, coming into the EKU game, that is one thing that I'm really going to be watching to see, okay, you know, is there going to be a difference in the way these guys, you know, took their lines to make that tackle against Ole Miss versus EKU, or are we going to see the same? So I think that's an area to to watch. And I'm also curious to see offensively what the rotation is going to end up looking like. We saw guys like Michael, Michael Gonzalez and the Trevor Reed rotation is a perfect example. Uh, the true freshman picked up most of the snaps there as the number two guy. Um, you know, and then again, going back to the wide receivers and even running backs, who's going to emerge out of there? So I'm curious to see how the offensive rotation inside and out is going to look against the Colonels on Saturday night.
1: Well, first of all, on the rotation, I think you'll see Gonzalez a ton. Uh, yeah. I do think you'll see a different rotation as far as wide receivers are concerned. I think you'll see a different rotation as far as running backs are concerned. More Travion Cooley. Um, you know Hassan Hall with the fumble. I, I mean, hey, when you when you can't hang on, when you can't hang onto the ball, do you get another opportunity? Yeah, you get another opportunity, but you might lose some of the the multiple opportunities that you, that you get. You got to hang on to the football, especially yeah. in a situation like that. So I think we'll see Cooley a little bit more. Um, and 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 again, this is against Eastern Kentucky, a game that I think that they can play some of the younger guys too. Remember all these young guys have four games that they can play before they're redshirted. So I think you can see some of these young guys that you might put in and say, Hey, how are they going to do under the, under fire? And, and and maybe we'll see them moving forward. Ashton Gelati, you're going to see a ton of like you did last week um, on defense and in uh, guys like that. But, but I do think you'll see some different rotations, especially uh, up front. Now, as far as the tackling is concerned, one thing to point out and, 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 it is, I guess it is an excuse And uh, I'm not sure if it's a legitimate excuse or not. Scott Satterfield did not use this as an excuse when I asked him about it this week. But I know that I've had several other people in the media out there that have, we've kind of talked about things and and that kind of thing, you know, some national people. And they're like, it was kind of a trend across college football. There was a lot of guys that didn't play last year that either opted out or they played FCS or they played teams that, you know, leagues that didn't play and then they transferred. Well, you know who missed the most tackles for Louisville last week? Quintario Cole. He hmm. played at Alcorn State, and they didn't play last year. So he hadn't played a game since November of 2019. And, you know, I, I can't help but think that that was a little bit of a reason for it. And, and, again, I'm not just talking about Louisville. I'm talking about college football in general. Missed tackles were way up last week, and I do think that that and the new rule change to where you don't have as many days in pads. Is probably part of that, and uh, and you got to get it corrected. Look again; it's a little, it's an excuse right now, but you can't use that moving forward. That first game's over with now. You got to move on. And uh, uh, but but it's interesting. Cole, I believe, missed five tackles is what the is what he was credited from five missed tackles last week. Um, I don't think anybody. I think Duncan had two missed, and Chandler Jones had two missed, which I think the the one that he got trucked counts Mm -hmm. as a missed. And I don't think anybody else on the defense had more than one. Um, so, so that's, it, well, while it, it did look bad, it was, it was the three guys you were really seeing kind of glaring miss tackles. And that made it even look worse. So um, look, come out, take care of business, score some points, get in a rhythm and get some, get some fresh bodies in get some guys, some experience, and then move on to central Florida.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, and I don't want to make it sound like I've given up on the defense. You also have to credit Ole Miss and, that pace that they went through and, you know, and they're one of the top offensive in the country uh, for a reason. So they're not going to be easy to slow down. So a lot of factors to come out. So, you know, that's, that's why I'm saying, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do perform, you know, with the, what, what's their fire, like what's the, what, how are they emotionally? And are, are they out there hitting people and taking the, you know, the right lanes to to make those tackles as well. So, um, yep. but it is, it's a, game, Louisville, it's a game Louisville should, should certainly easily win. Uh, but uh, hopefully, you know, they're going to have some recruits and hopefully they can, they can win some of those as well.
1: Yeah, they've got some recruits coming in. We'll have, uh, we'll have more on that on the boards and uh, and on the site uh, as we go through, uh, you know, Friday and into Saturday. Uh, we've, they've got, it's a lot of younger kids, some guys in, in the area that, uh, that they're looking, you know, they're looking at down the road. A few guys that potential like walk-on types will be in as well. So, but, but a lot of a big group of recruits. They'll make up for next week not being able, you know, on Friday night it's hard to get recruits, you know, because they're playing. So, uh, so they'll make up for uh, for that today, this weekend with uh, with a big group and basketball. Huge couple You're weeks not. coming up here for basketball. You know, Coach Mack, Coach Big East, and, uh, and and Cahill and and Ross on the on the road on Thursday. Uh, Cahill Finell and Ross McMains, uh took a trip. Took a took a red eye uh, or I guess, I guess it wasn't red. I was in, it was an evening flight, I think to, uh, to California, spent some time out there in the morning and then came right back. And we're back here in the afternoon uh, uh, on, on Thursday to see Jared McCain and Dusty Stromer. Those guys will be in for officials next weekend. But right now we know of this weekend and Aiden Evans from E-Town, Damon King uh, from Manuel, Gabe Siss from Ballard uh, and Caleb Glenn from Mail, perhaps Evangel Sierra Malanga, uh, we're getting kind of conflicting reports. We we if he's going to make it or not. Uh, but those guys will be on unofficial visits. They'll hang out with the staff on Saturday uh, afternoon and, uh, and, and and you know kind of check out the facilities or whatever they want to kind of talk about at the at, at the uh, practice center. And then they'll do a little tailgate and head down to the football game uh, and be there for that football game. So a good opportunity to showcase some folks there. And then we've got uh, you know Louisville Live next week, which is just going to be a massive uh, week for uh, the program, Rodney Rice and Kay Davis will be on officials and a bunch of uh, three guys, at least on unofficial or on officials that are juniors. And then a bunch of guys that will be in uh, just uh, unofficially uh, for Louisville live, which is going to be, can I just say at one time, like the kids do, it's going to be lit because <laughs> it it's going be to be, it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, the, uh, the place at Churchill and how they're going to do it. It's going to be uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild night. It's going to be a fun night.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And of course, you know, with all this, uh, with all these visits going on, um, as Jody mentioned, we will have you know information on who's coming. Obviously, as we always do, reaction. We'll talk to them after they've made their visits. Uh, get reaction. And of course, if there's any breaking news, uh, you'll get it uh, right here at Cardinal Authority as well. So hopefully, uh, we'll see a decent crowd out there. It sounds like it's gonna be a beautiful night on. For Saturday night football and in, in, in mid February, so or mid February, mid September. So um, hopefully, many of us uh, that are listening can get out there.
1: Yep, should be a lot of fun. The last time, if I'm not, if I recall, the last time we played Eastern Kentucky, it was raining. So uh, yeah. it'll be better. It'll be better than that. Uh, Puma passed through four touchdown passes that day, um, and and was still the QB at the time. So it's been it's been a while. It's been a couple years, and uh, hopefully, this one will be better. The weather looks great, and uh, and I'm excited. I, I, I want to see this team and how they put Monday night behind them and uh, and move forward and, and, and kind of restart uh, the season.
0: All right. You can get all your pre-game coverage right here at Cardinal Authority, and then make sure you're logged on uh, throughout uh, Saturday night and, and Sunday for all the post-game reaction from what happened on the field as well as, well as on the, the recruiting world. For publisher Jody Demling, I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, and this has been the CardsCast.